Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are listening to the Dog Check presented by Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and projections. Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and it's not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any any sport that's played from MMA to international soccer head to bet online today and remember to use our promo code believe that's b l e a v for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit it's bet online where the game starts welcome to the dog check i am max loeb loeb's leads here with a different co-host no eric metcalf today instead we have who the internet knows as sir yacht somebody who eats a stick of butter or a stick of deodorant every time the browns score Sir Yacht, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me on. And that was a, uh, I would say that's a pretty good description of what I do. So thank you, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. To start, I want to ask you, you have done so many different things at Browns games, at Ohio State's games. What is your favorite and least favorite thing you've done for, for when the other team scores? Oh. The the least favorite I've ever I've done I um I did a video last year it wasn't like for when they scored but I used to do like prop bets like if the Browns won um but I wanted mm-hmm. to do stuff like that wasn't contingent on if the Browns were going to win games or not I don't know that's like the smartest thing to do for content because if you do, they that's lose you don't do anything yep. so what I did last year if I said the Browns beat the Steelers last year it was like week two of 2022 I said I would uh, I said I would bathe in a uh, tub of ketchup uh, one hour for every point they won by. And wow. then what, they were up six, and on the final play, if you remember, the Browns uh, recovered a touchdown in the end zone with zero seconds oh, yeah. left, and they won by 12. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I did it last year. That was the worst. That was the worst by far. The best, um, I don't know if any of them are good, to be honest with you. I like any, any of them that I uh, I can do with, like, a hot dog or, like, whatever, or a pizza or something. But when you start getting into, like, lemon and a stick of butter and, like, yeah. the other, those aren't very fun. They're good for content. Uh, yeah. Not good for me and or my stomach. Yeah, I, I guess when you do with something like a hot dog, like you enjoy it for a minute. You may not feel good after it, but you no. do enjoy it for like a small period of time. Yeah, it, it depends on uh, if the Browns are scoring early or not. A lot of the times yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. buy hot dogs early on so I don't have to worry about getting the line and missing the game or anything like that. And uh, you, know, you get to the third or fourth quarter, those glizzies get a little cold and uh, don't get ketchup on them. And you're like, oh, these aren't uh, – these aren't as appetizing as I thought they were going to be. So it just depends. Yeah, it does depend. And I guess like you did lemons for the Brown Steelers game two weeks ago, correct? I did. I did. So they scored what in the first quarter and then they didn't, well, they didn't score a touchdown the rest of the game, but they kicked two field goals, one at the very end. So like that, that must've been a little bit of a, a foot off the gas moment for you. Cause you didn't have to do too much. Right. Yeah. It was like, for, it was, it was for every score. So it was uh yeah. Field goal, touchdown, field goal. I think that's what it was. It was something like that. So I ended up only having to do a, a few bites, but I, I got the sense that they weren't going to score. So I ended up taking a, a few bites per score. But yeah, that was uh, 
I don't comparatively uh, comparatively to deodorant. That's uh, yeah. it. Really wasn't that bad because that's that's actual like substance. Like it's not. My dad went to the game with me, and uh, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, that, that's not a challenge." Like I do that all the time. I eat food with uh, lemons on all the time. I'm like, "That's." I'm like with the rind. He's like, "Yeah, all the time." I'm like you're a sicko. <laughs> that's why. I, I guess that's where I got it from. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't know that. That is crazy. That is crazy. The deodorant one was definitely the the in person challenge that caught my eye. I was like, I gosh, I I definitely couldn't do it. I don't know how anybody else could. I definitely couldn't. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was it was with a brand deal with TickPick, and they were like, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, I can't believe you actually did this. I mean, I proved the idea with them, but it uh, they had to make it very clear, and I did as well that we're not condoning anybody else of any age and uh, anybody in the younger audience to eat deodorant, uh, but. Yeah, well, the funny thing about that was the uh, <laughs> the children I got was antiperspirant. So uh-huh. you eat it. I didn't swallow it, but you eat it or you chew on it. It makes your entire mouth dry. So I was like, oh. dying, just trying to chug water, chug water, chug water, and eventually, like, I was fine. But it was bad. Like it was like you like wake up after not drinking water and your like mouth's really dry. Like magnify that by like a thousand, and that's kind of how I felt. I was like, oh my god, wow, so stupid. That was the dumbest part. I could. I didn't even think about that. That's insane. Again, yeah, it well, makes sense, right? If it's antiperspirant, <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Yeah, I I can only imagine. Have you been to every Browns home game this year? Um, so I went to all fifty Capitals. Uh, that's right. Yep. For three, four, uh, for four weeks. Um, so I only missed two home games, but every other game, I was at the Bengals game. I wasn't at the Titans Ravens game, but every other game, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been to. I try to go to every cool. game. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been a good season so far. Uh, we won't we won't continue to talk about off field stuff. We'll talk about the Browns a little bit more because if you guys are listening and you already listened on Tuesday, which if you haven't, go check it out. Full breakdown for this Browns Rams game. We didn't really talk much about Joe Flacco because there was no news on Joe Flacco. But yesterday, information came out that with DTR sideline going through concussion protocol, Joe Flacco is taking the first team reps, not PJ Walker. What do you think? Love that. Anybody but PJ Walker, to be honest with you. I mean, I appreciate him. He, the Browns were two and one with him. We you know wins aren't a QB stat, but oh man, it's just he. Every time he plays, like the, he'll have some good moments. He'll throw the ball and he's great. But then he, I feel like he has no pocket presence. He's always prone to turn over the ball. I mean, they gave up a safety in the end zone at the end of the game the other day, yeah. and uh, it's it just it's unfortunate. I mean, he's a practice squad quarterback. Like people also forget they're like. There are 7.5 billion people in the world, 350 Americans, 350 million Americans, and maybe 20 serviceable NFL quarterbacks. It's like it's quite the anomaly. It's pretty crazy. So for Deshaun to be out, you know, DTR looked really, really good. Who knows if he's going to play or not? I mean, I, I literally have no idea. Which is, you know, I don't know either. for the uh, the season so far. So by the time this comes <laughs> out, maybe we'll know. Maybe we'll know. It's uh, DTR. Maybe it's Joe Flacco. But I mean, obviously Joe Flacco had a great game against the the Browns last year when he was on the Jets. He's 38 years old. He's been limited. He's been like a system quarterback. They've, uh, you know, his entire career. But he has made plays, and they honestly don't need like a Patrick Mahomes or a top five, top no. ten quarterback. A, a system guy, a game manager, isn't a bad quality, especially if you're not turning the ball over. That's the biggest thing. If the Browns can win the turnover margin, you know, it, or even not turn over the ball at all. It seems like that benefits them a lot. And it's when they turn over the ball, they start losing games. I'm not yeah, really saying anything prophetic there, but you know, that's just uh, no, but that, that is what we harp on pretty much every time we talk about it, because we talked about the Denver Broncos last week 
who had been outgained in four of the or three of the four games they won when they had won four in a row prior to the fifth against the Browns. They were outgained in three of those four, but they won the turnover ma- margin every single time. Like even when they beat the Chiefs by 15, Chiefs outgained them, but they out- they won the turnover margin. I think it was five to zero. So you're 100% right in taking care of the football. And you're right. It doesn't have to be a Patrick Mahomes type. It doesn't have to be this guy that's going to go win you the game on his own. But one thing that really does worry me is the quarterback driven run and the ability to extend plays that we've seen all year long. Like I was looking at the numbers themselves. They're a little bit less uh, appealing than what we'll talk about here. But Browns quarterbacks averaging around five carries a game, whether that's broken plays, whether that's quarterback driven run, option run, stuff like that. And you have guys like DTR, PJ Walker, even Deshaun Watson, like very similar skill sets. Does that limit the playbook? That's the question we got to wonder. Uh, I guess we'll see if Joe Flacco comes out, but that's the thing that worries me the most because everybody, you know, you talk about DTR, his limitations as a rookie, PJ Walker, his limitations. Like you said, he's a practice squad quarterback. That's the reality of it. What are 38 year old Joe Flacco's limitations? Who's playing his first football game and who knows how long like that, that worries me. And I love the veteran presence. We are clamoring for that ever since Deshaun Watson got hurt. You needed somebody with a level head to come in. It's yeah. fascinating to see. I'm I'm very very curious to how that aspect of it will look. I mean, just the the mobility of the quarterback. I mean, there are guys like Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he can run, but he's not a he's not a run first guy. Even Lamar Jackson has turned into like a pass first guy, but he has that like that running ability. That like I mean, it's a, it's just another thing to defend on the field. And when you're when you're playing against a Joe Flacco, no, I mean he won a Super Bowl. He's a great. He you know he played a, a very long time in the NFL. He's a great quarterback. He cannot run the ball, and especially at 38 years old, he's not running the ball. Yeah. You're not you're not worried about defending that, so that you're 100% right. And it seemed like DTR had has the ability to do those breakout plays uh, a little bit, so hopefully he continues to develop that. Hopefully he gets healthy. But, yeah, Flacco ain't doing that, so a little bit worried about yeah. that. And this could all be in vain. Like we could get news by the time this releases on Friday morning or Saturday that DTR is playing. And, you know, right. no hesitation. I think the vast majority of Browns fans will be like, DTR is our guy. We don't need anybody else. We're not worried about anybody else. Let's do yeah. it. Hopefully that is the case. I think that'd be the best thing for the Browns. But if Joe Flacco does start, and Eric and I talked about this a few days ago too, you have to run the ball. Like last week was one of the most incredibly confusing game plans from the stance of you play the worst rushing defense in the NFL, Jerome Ford tied season low and carries cream hunt season low and carries since the bye week when he wasn't even playing 50% of snaps. Like that has to be an emphasis this week. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, I don't think so. I'm very pro Kevin Stefanski. And it seems like if you're a Browns fan, if you disagree with any play calling, that means you want him fired. Uh, at least yes. that's what everything I've seen. And no, I think it's. I think you're very valid in critiquing him. Uh, I think the same thing, and I that also that mean doesn't mean I necessarily want him fired. But it was, yes. yeah, it was a very weird. Because I mean, I I didn't know a lot about the Broncos. Like when you think of the Broncos, it's just historically you think of this really good defense, and uh, you mm-hmm. know they uh, yeah the rushing defense hasn't been very good last place. And so you would think Jerome Ford, you think Kareem Hunt, you think even Pierre Strong would get some touches, and it yeah. just didn't, didn't really seem like that. And. What's crazy is it seemed like the Browns, like, ha- it seemed like they were going to come back and win. DTR was just so poised in the second half. He was making great throws, great decisions. And then, of course, obviously the luck at the end. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. But, yeah, and I, I am so glad you just said that about not wanting Kevin Stefanski fired because I have seen so many people think, whether it's myself or Eric or any Browns fan, saying we disagree with A, B, and C on the schematic side, that means we want Kevin Stefanski fired. No, it doesn't yep. like that. That is a 
a vast, vast overstatement. And to be honest with you, I think if the season ended today and you had to put five coaches up for coach of the year, he would be within those, those five. I like, I don't think there's many coaches who have done a better job with what they've had this year than Kevin Stefanski has. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. And the fact of the matter is this dude might be going on his fourth quarterback of the season. When you hear four quarterbacks in one season in Brown's history, you look at back on all the records, they're probably two and nine at this point. They're not mm -hmm. seven and five, like, or they're seven and four. They're seven and four seven now. Four, they're, yeah. not, they're definitely not seven and four. And the fact that they have a chance to go eight and four against a Rams team that's very confusing because sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. And they do that. How could you not put Kevin Savansky up there with coach of the year? But how are you how are you saying that he's gonna get fired? Like any other coach in that situation, like that's the best they're gonna be. And and look, it hasn't yeah. been perfect. Like play calling against Denver was very confusing, as you just alluded to, but He's he's a damn good coach. Their their guy they paid two third two hundred thirty mil for is, is out. You got a rookie yeah. quarterback in there. You got a practice squad quarterback, and now you got a guy who's been sitting on the couch the first eleven games this season. He's <laughs> yeah. thirty eight years old, and they have a chance to win. I mean, I, I don't know the odds as as far as Vegas, but I would like to think the Browns are favored, even and or like somewhere very close. I, it, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's a very very good point. There are not a lot of coaches that would be doing what Kevin Stefanski is doing right now, especially, you know, my, my family's all from Jersey. Like I grew up rooting for the giants watching what's happening with them this year. They've only had three quarterbacks and it's exactly. Yes. I'm so pro Tommy DeVito. It's not even funny, but so good. Uh, the, he, he's the Rams awesome. are a 3.5 favorite. So I might have this to week. Hammer, yeah. I might have to hammer the uh, Browns money line. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I really do think they can win this game and we'll talk a little X factors and score predictions here in a second, but it's going to be a close game. And one of the things I'm really looking forward to is the schematic battle between Sean McVay's offense and Jim Schwartz's defense. Like I, the game will be won when the other two units are on the field, Brown's offense versus Rams defense, that's going to ultimately decide the game, but the heavy hitters are going to go blow for blow in that sense. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see. I talked about my biggest X factors, just so you don't repeat. Um, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, like the linebacker unit as a whole, uh, making sure they're not getting sucked into these play actions. Um, that is going to be the biggest thing for the Browns, I think. But I'll flip it over to you. We like to give an X factor, one on each side of the ball. Who do you think is the biggest X factor, or X factors, plural, for this Rams game? I mean, on the Brown side of things, Yes, on the, just on the brown side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think it's Miles Garrett. I, I don't know how. I mean, he doesn't have it. He has structural damage, and he's going to have to get it looked at. I'm sure he's going to have some sort of surgery after the season. But it sounds like he's going to play the rest of the way. Who yeah. knows what percent he's going to be at? How much he's going to give? Not in terms of effort, but like in terms of pain tolerance and things like that. We really have no idea about the injury. It really seems like the Browns and shoulders just did not go well together. It's like Diet Coke and Mentos in recent years. There it's very go. frustrating. Um, but I would say, I would say he's the X factor. I mean, if he's able to resemble himself, even to like 80, 90%, whatever, not a full hundred percent, you know, he's going to affect the game very well. Uh, that he'd probably be my X factor. Hopefully he's good. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. I, I like, I'd be shocked if he didn't play. It does sound like there's something that's going to have to get looked at in the off season. I just hope it doesn't wind up being a Watson situation 2.0 where you're like, ah, you know, it's, it's recurring. He's going to get healthy. He'll finish the season, and get it looked at in the off season. No, wait, there's more. He's got to get shut down. That, that is the worst fear. I think for yeah. all Browns fans. Yeah. And, and my thing too is, or it could be like a Baker situation where he's like, I'm just going to play through it because 
you know, we're, you know, I'm trying to lead this team to the playoffs and things like that. And then he makes it even worse because he's playing through the entire thing, not even like the rest aspect of it. But if I'd have an offensive X factor, I would probably put Cedric Tillman. He got so much more nice. involvement last game. And it was really nice to see the third wide receiver, not just do cardio out there. Um, mm-hmm. He was getting some good targets and he was, he was making some big plays. He seemed like the only wide receiver that wasn't dropping the ball and every other receiver that's a veteran was dropping the ball. So uh, I'd like to see more involvement from him. I'm pretty excited to see what uh, he brings uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I agree with you. The The high school connection between him and DTR is a real thing. I think obviously Dorian Thompson Robinson trusts him. Like he was putting balls into traffic and Cedric Tillman was making hands catches between defenders. Like, like you talked about, obviously, you know, Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore are great players, but guys weren't making plays on Sunday, especially through the air. And Cedric Tillman stepped up and was a guy and it seems like Amari Cooper is going to be okay. It doesn't seem like the injury to his ribs is that serious. So again, would be surprised if he didn't play this Sunday against the Rams, but definitely as you get into the three wide receiver sets, I think that's part of the reason they traded Donovan Peoples Jones too. They believe in this guy. You're going to see a lot more of him. I really, really like that call. Yeah, I agree with that too. And it's, uh, it seemed like everything that went could have gone wrong, went wrong against the Broncos. So hopefully yeah. they get some good, good fortune on their side, but ah, man, it just, I hope they win. I hope they win. Yeah, I hope, I hope they, win. they win too. My my score prediction was 24 to 23 Browns. Dustin Hopkins game-winning field goal. I'm going to kick it back to you to finish it off. Score prediction for the uh, game on Sunday. God, I would love it if the Browns scored 24 points at least. I would not hate that. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, – let's get – I'm going to get a few field goals for um, – I'm going to say a few field goals for Dustin Hopkins. I'm going to say a 20 to 18 game. Browns win 20, by uh, – I'm going to say a game-winning field goal as well, 20 to 18. Nice. Good. You know what? Eric Metcalf, the co-host, always says this. If the game is stressful and they come out with a W, the stress is worth it. And to be honest with you, this game is going to be stressful. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be close. But I do really think they're going to come out with a W. One thing I've known and learned from watching games this this year, past couple years, Good teams, goodish, mediocre teams that are coming in riding really high, and then good teams who are coming off a tough loss, they meet in the middle, and usually the good team wins. And that's exactly what I think is going to happen this week. I like that. I like, I like hearing people say that the Browns are a good team. That uh, it makes you feel good because uh, you know, as you well know, that's not a, it's not always been the case. So no, it has not been. It has not been. We appreciate you guys listening, Sir Yacht. Welcome to the Dog Check. Hopefully, you are a, are a recurring guest friend of the program any last words before you sign off not man just uh yeah i would love to be a recurring guest it was a lot of fun thanks for having me on um hopefully by the time people listen to this we uh we hear that dtr is okay and he can go or that joe flacco can go and we have a lot of confidence in them and if you're listening to this after the game hopefully we uh take care of business but you're right the stress the stress is definitely worth it it's funny because a lot of the times it comes down to one play, and if it wasn't for that one play at the end, it's uh, would not have been worth it. But most of the time it has been this season, so we'll see. Most let's hold up on the fire Stefanski uh, takes for now. I think we'll, agreed. Let's, let's put them to rest right now. Absolutely agreed. This is the Dog Check presented by Bet Online. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.